I'm Sam. And I'm Greg. We're, We're human, human beings. beings. And, and we, we like, like movies. movies. We'll be doing reviews of brand new releases. Old classics. Entire sagas. And even TV shows and video games. This, this is Reaction Time. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to episode... <laughs> we stare at the camera at the beginning? Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 38 of Reaction Time Podcast. I'm Sam. And I am also Craig. Yes, that worked this time. We, as you've heard, are human beings, and we are going to talk about a movie today called Prisoners. Prisoners. Not to be mistaken for Orange is the New Black. Not the same. Nope, not even close. Very different. (laughs) Like, extremely different. Yeah, pretty much. One is about girls, one's about guys. That's the only difference, really. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of movies that Sam has not seen that Craig <laughs> Honestly, has recommended. Yeah, that's like what this podcast really is at this point. Um, this movie came out ten years ago. Yes, in 2013. I'm not sure of the month. I think it was September. Was it really? Yeah, I think this is the ten year anniversary. Ten year anniversary. You know, might as well look it up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Prisoners. Either that or is August. I had never even heard of this movie, honestly. Even oh, if you had mentioned it, I had never heard of this. Really? Um, until like two weeks ago. Uh, do prisoners know their release date? About federal <laughs> inmate records. Federal federal ah. inmates by number. How to find an inmate's release date. Okay, let's do prisoners movie. Oh, release man. date. Here we go. September 20th, 2013. Boom. Which is really close to the day. Yeah, it is. Because this episode is releasing on the September 15th. 15th. That's so right. we're pretty close. Yeah, we're pretty close. Only five days away. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It was premiered at the Telluride Film Festival, which makes me think that there's no reason I should have heard of this movie. I saw it in theaters. Well, yeah, but I didn't. Oh, weird. What I've seen in theaters matters more. Obviously. Than what you've seen in theaters. Because you drove all the way to Boston to watch Ahsoka. I tried. Yeah. And I did not make it. (laughs) And that was really sad. Because that thing slapped. Uh, Okay, Sam. Dude, spoiler free. I mean, Prisoners is a thriller. Yeah. <laughs> through and through. That's a dark thriller. Dark thriller, beautiful twists and turns. And, I mean, great acting. Good, oh, yeah. Good music. Yeah. Good story. Really good story. Really well cool thought story. out. Uh, well it flowed planned, well. Yeah. Just like it's nice. a vibe. I liked this movie it's a lot. It's a good movie. I'd give this movie a 9.7. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I would do a 9 point, yeah, 9.7. Okay. I was between 9.7 and 9.8. Oh, interesting. And I was between a 9.6 and a 9.7. Oh, okay. That's kind of funny. Very interesting. We met in the middle. We did at 9.7. Yes. Here we are. There's honestly only one issue that I have with this movie, but we'll get into that with spoilers. Okay. Uh, I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal Fantastic. gave a great performance and very nuanced and very similar to what he's done. Yeah. But at the same time, different enough to feel like a completely different thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Kind of weird. And he plays a cop and mm-hmm. I don't know. But he there was, was something so, about, he was like a very edgy he was. cop. You know, he was like he was, bad cop. And he was you know? good. He was good. He was Hugh really, Jackman. And Hugh Jackman also, <sighs> as always, name one thing Hugh Jackman's been bad in. <sighs> That he's been bad in. Not that the movie's been yeah, bad. Yeah, X-Men that Wolverine. he's been bad in. Right? <laughs> but he was still good in that. Exactly. Because there are some good movies that he's in that are like, eh. But, yeah. I don't know. No, nothing. No. He's But he great. was really top-notch in this, and though. And his accent never slips out. No. It doesn't. Something, but, man, 
He gave you the feels in this movie. Oh, man. He just... <laughs> man, yeah, he was so good. And then Rhodey was in this yeah. movie. The OG Rhodey. I kept OG looking at that guy Rhodey. and I was like, where do I know <laughs> him from? And I could not figure it out. And then... He had beef or something... I think that's why he left. He just didn't, he didn't get the money. I he didn't think, get the that money. That's what, I think it was. that's what it was. Yeah. came down to, which he probably would have later. Oh, yeah. Freaking Robert Downey Jr. went from 500,000 to 70 million. Let this be a lesson, folks. <laughs> be patient for the bag because it's coming. Okay. Yeah. The bag? The bag? Yeah. You bag ever heard money? about getting a bag? No. Oh, yeah. Get like, it's like in showbiz and stuff. No, it's like if that person's getting paid, they're getting a bag. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Oh, not with the times. Yeah. No cap, dude. Yeah. The bag is busting for real. (laughs) My G. Okay. That's okay, fam. Okay. What is straight busting? Busting? What is busting? Busting comes from busting. Like it's Um, actually, I don't know where it comes from. Okay. And I know about, you know about Riz? No. Do you know what Riz is? No. Okay. So if you got Riz, right? Riz is like when you can. Put it on the Ritz. No, and that's Ritz. (laughs) That's a cracker. I know. Riz is. Courtney told me we go on too many tangents and here we are talking about Riz. <laughs> Riz actually comes from charisma, which a lot of people don't know. Oh. So if you got Riz, it's like you're very charismatic. Okay. So anyway, you can swoon anybody, right? Obviously. Got that Riz. Got the Riz. You got the bussin. You got, you heard it here first, folks. Craig has the bussin. <laughs> got the bussin. Whatever it is. He has it. That's a disease. <laughs> it's a, Craig, Craig is out next week due to a heavy case of the bussin. <laughs> And he is busting hard, oh, for real, man. for real. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. Uh, rated R mm-hmm. for Violence. so many F-bombs. <laughs> Violence. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, there's nothing And else. not even a little uh, mild gore. Yes. And more like, um, more like a boxing movie type of gore yeah. and less of... Heads flying and stuff. Oh yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it, yeah. Some people some people have different like things that they care about when they watch a movie. Mm-hmm. If they have like, if they're worried about certain things, yeah. So it's like some people are totally fine with like tons of language, oh, right? Yeah. But, like nothing sexual or like stuff like that. Yeah. This was if you're okay with language and really, I mean, what I would consider to be pretty mild gore. Yeah. This is a this is a good watch. There's some hard to look at scenes, but they're not yes. super gory. They're not. They're more just kind of sad. Yes. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Uh, but nothing. Yeah. That, nothing that's really going to make you wince because it was so gross or anything. Mm-hmm. But it'll yeah. make you wince because you can feel right for the person. Right. Yeah. So, Jake, totally recommend. Hall. Obviously, as a nine point seven. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yep. It's. I, see, it's two and a half hours, but it it's a good two and a half yeah. hours. It, it really fills, doesn't drag. No, it fills that time perfectly. perfectly. I would not want it any shorter. No. I probably, I would only want it slightly longer. One minute longer. Yep. yep. Uh, <laughs> Closure. Um, I'm going to give one spoiler for this movie. Oh. Uh, out of context spoiler. Okay. Oh, okay. And it's just one word. Oh, no. <laughs> from 110 years ago. Titanic. That's my that's my spoiler. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You, you know that makes sense. You know, if you've seen it, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just like really good thriller. So many a twists, heartstrings movie. A, yeah. But did no, you cry? Did I cry? You always talk about you're an avid crier, so I'm. See, always I curious. cried watching Coco Goff win the U.S. Open. 
a few days ago. But did I cry at this movie? Did she win? She won. Okay. Dude. And it was amazing. When I stopped watching, the other lady was at five and yes. she was only at two. Yeah, Sabalenka won the first set, but they played best out of three. Oh, and then okay. Coco Goff won the next two sets. So cool. It was incredible. Tennis is so much fun to watch. Tennis is so fun. Oh my gosh. I love yeah. tennis. Uh, did I cry during this movie? I think I did tear up. Okay. In like kind of towards the middle. Okay. Um, but I did not cry. Okay. Because there wasn't enough. Here's the thing. I need something to be like touching and calmly sad and heartbreaking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with like a heartbreaking closure. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I just, did I tell you I saw The Fault in Our Stars for the first time? No, I've never seen that. Dude, I cried. Oh, no. <laughs> so bad. That movie. I cannot do that movie. <laughs> Say what you want about the book or the movie or whatever. I cried. <laughs> um, but I don't think I like cried during this movie because, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that. But okay. Yeah. Um, you want to jump into spoilers? Yeah, let's do it. I don't and think there's our, really anything else. There's really not. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Go watch it. It's a vibe. And pay attention. What kind of movie... Is there a movie that you'd kind of compare this to if somebody wanted to know if they like this movie? Off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. I would put it on... That's interesting because like, I, my, my first thought was kind of Disturbia. Okay. In a yeah, way, yeah. but that's more... That's more like almost teenage feeling though. Yeah, and like more thriller. This is more of a, I guess a little bit of a mystery. Yeah. Thriller type thing. It's not horror at all. Oh, no, no. Uh yeah, it's just like a it's a it's a detective. Honestly, it's yeah, a detective it kind of thriller is. is what it is. Because you Jake Gyllenhaal is this cop and he's trying to figure out basically the summary of the story mm-hmm. is um Hugh Jackman's daughter goes missing mm-hmm. and Jake Gyllenhaal steps in to try and find her. Yeah. That's like basic the yeah. summary you'd see on IMDb or whatever. Yeah. But you're learning with him as he's trying to figure it out. And so you really- And while Hugh Jackman's trying to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, so you so really don't fun. have like any more clues than they do. Yeah. So you're trying to figure out, so it was really fun. There's just new information, like every scene, something yeah. else comes up and and then when it, well, I won't say anything. <laughs> things happen and you learn things and it's fun. And it's cool because I've seen this movie quite a few times mm. and I still, this re-watching- I finally like understood all of it. I'm excited for you to explain it to me because yeah. I think I understand everything, but I'm sure so there are things like interconnection yeah. things that I missed. The the end, learning the kind of the final big thing <laughs> is the most fun. Oh yeah, thing to learn. Did you guess the ending at all? N- no. no. N- well, not. Did you guess who? At the end, I had a suspicion, a oh. pretty heavy suspicion of who. Okay, but the who connected to the other who was I did not get okay. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good twist. That's not vague enough for you. Then I don't know what <laughs> the is. who connected to the other who. Yes, in Whoville. In Whoville, <laughs> this is written Jim, by Doctor Sue. Jim Carrey comes in the Jim, end and kills he everybody. He's like, oh well, all righty then. Okay, let's jump into spoilers. Spoilers. Let's do it. If you're gonna go see the movie, subscribe. Subscribe. If you're not going to go see the movie, subscribe. Subscribe. And I guess listen on if you're not going to watch the movie. But go watch, watch the movie. Watch this. This is another one movie. that yeah. you don't. This is like our previous I one. I mean, you don't really want to get this one spoiled. No, I would still time, love it. It'd still be so good. Oh, I mean, this is did. like my fifth time watching it. Yeah. And I still was loving it. Yeah. 
But I, I recommend it's this one. Better time. without the spoilers. For sure. For if sure. you're not going to watch it because you're like, I hate R-rated movies, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, listen on because it's a cool story. It is a cool story. Okay. Alrighty. Let's Three, do two, one, go. Go. Okay. <laughs> let's jump into visuals. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just start visuals. there. Okay. You have like five notes. I do have like five notes. I have three, five, six, seven. I have eight notes oh, total. Okay. total. I have a lot more notes. So visuals. The first thing I had, like, I just, I don't know. I There weren't so many things for some reason that stuck out at me enough to take a note of. Okay. But things overall are just, it's, they sit in my brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't well, know how to explain You were probably also very it. intrigued sometimes. I was. I think I was so in, engaged uh-huh. and like enveloped in this movie <laughs> that I didn't want to pull my phone up. I right know, now. right? So You didn't want to pause it. So yeah. You yeah oh, yeah, for sure. So... <laughs> Um, so, okay, my first visuals note, just at the beginning when they're at Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. Because anyways, we'll explain a little bit if you're not going to watch the movie. But Yeah, we can kind of go through the yeah. story as a whole. Hugh Jackman and his wife have two kids, and they have these friends who also have two kids. Mm-hmm. And they're over, they're having Thanksgiving dinner together. The two daughters, two of the daughters from each family go out to play. There's this zoom in on this tree for literally no reason. And it's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Really? <laughs> they just like zoom in on a tree and I'm like, something's going to happen. And it just goes <laughs> to the next scene. And I was like, that like, they zoomed in on a tree and my heart's like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? So that was weird. The tree just comes alive. It was it was freaking genius. I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought like a bullet was going to go through the tree or someone was going to pop out from behind it. But no, it was just literally just a tree. That's cool. Yeah. I did not notice that for some reason. Yeah. And so, then, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so there's two, the two daughters are younger, and then each family has an older um, son or daughter. Yeah. And so they're supposed to go with the two younger kids to the other people's house. Basically, they're supposed to leave, go outside with them so they yeah. can play or go to the other house to, she was trying to, this little girl was trying to find her red whistle. Yeah. And so the older siblings were supposed to go with the younger siblings to go help them find them. But the younger siblings never told the older siblings that they were supposed to go with them. No. And they went outside and they vanished. And they vanished. Which you don't even see. In an well, yeah, you don't see them you don't see them get taken no. or disappear or anything. All you know is there was an RV outside that they were kind of playing on and there was somebody in it. Yeah. And then next thing they will go out to play again and the RV's gone. And yeah. they're gone. So um it was so quick. And then my next note's like way deep into this. So what do you what do you have? Um yeah, mine kind of deep. My first note was the the RV wreck when he just pulls back. Yeah, that was so interesting to me because yeah. it's super intentional. He pulls his RV back because the cops are like after him. And he, so he pulls back and then just drives it straight into a tree immediately. But it looked really good. It looked really good. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> I'm so confused by that. But I, I mean, I guess I was confused by that. I think to me, I don't know for sure, but I think to me he just probably got spooked. Yeah. Because you find out later that he really didn't do anything. Right. And so it wasn't like he was trying to fake it to He his... did, but he wasn't in kind of in control of it in a way. Yeah. Like he did. Well he wanted to just play with them. Right. Yeah. Which he at his age he shouldn't have, but like he didn't know what he was doing. No. Right? No. So Essentially, there's this. Yeah, (laughs) essentially, there's this adult man who 
is the guy who technically, I guess, kidnaps the girls, but he just wants to take them for a ride in his, in his RV. When you meet this character, he seems like maybe he's mentally handicapped mm-hmm. or something like that because he's probably in his 20s, maybe 30s, yeah, yeah. 20s or 30s. Because um, he was taken when he was like eight or something. Yeah. And so, then basically spoiler, just dr- drugged the whole time. You find out later that he's been... He was kidnapped by the same family who's kidnapping these little girls, and he was basically drugged and semi just adopted him forever. pretty much. Yeah, and had close to no control over what he was doing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then like when when what's his name, Detective Loki, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal's character, when he's uh, interrogating him. And you can just like, there's so much fear in his face, but at the same time, so much calmness. Um, when he's like had him pressed up against the, the yeah, wall. Yeah, and the scared guys, what was his name? Oh, Alex? Yeah, Alex, yeah. Alex's face, like, I don't know. He just acts like he doesn't know anything that's going on. And you're like, he obviously does, right? Because he's giving me the same vibes as like the Riddler, kind of, he from the, the Batman. Rid- he is the Riddler. I guess so. Wait, is he the same? He's the same actor. Oh my gosh, that's why. <laughs> oh, it makes so much it's sense. It's the same actor, yeah. I was like, man, that guy looks familiar. And yeah. he's giving me the vibes of the Riddler. <laughs> you knew There why. you freaking go. Yep, oh, there it, it is. It is the Riddler. He's so good. He is so good. Especially playing like super weird characters. Yeah, <laughs> super weird. Okay, wow, that makes so much. That's probably that why he got cast as the Riddler. Oh, yeah. That makes they sense. They saw him in this and they were like, ooh. Anyway, so yeah, he gives Riddler vibes. Like kind of just like insane, but also- Somewhat in control. uh, Mentally immature. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just very, very interesting. Oh, just the body language in that whole scene when Jake Gyllenhaal and it's interrogating him is so uneasy Mm -hmm. and just- it's so, it feels so yeah. weird and it's and then, perfect. So basically they don't find enough evidence on this guy so they have to let him go. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman's super upset, upset by it so he basically goes to the police station right as Alex is getting released and he assaults him basically. Yeah. And he pins him into the ground he's like, where are my daughters? And without anybody else hearing, Alex says, they didn't cry until I let them go. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, he did it. <laughs> It's him. Either he knows what he's doing and he's faking everything yep. or he's split personality or something like that. Yeah. And then later when you find out what that line means, oh, it's so good. Okay, so yeah. anyway. So eventually Hugh Jackman kidnaps him. Yep. Beats the Starts living torturing hell out of him. him in a bathroom in this old place that Hugh Jackman's character owns. His face oh makeup, gosh. oh my gosh, is good. It's so good. Especially the second time. Because the first time you see him, it's just kind of like bloody yeah. mouth. And then the second time, he's like freaking a balloon. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> uh, it's really good. It's That's the one thing that's kind of horrifying. Yeah, that's, it's, it's horrifying hard. to look like look at, but it's, it is hard to look at. Especially for sure. Because, I mean, you he did say that, so you... You're not just like, oh, he's beating him for no yeah. reason. You know he's the bad guy, but it's still like horrible to watch. Yeah. Because it's so real. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This, this isn't like a superhero movie or even just like, a. F- it doesn't feel like something fake. Mm-hmm. It feels so real. It's this guy who you imagine would never have done this, yeah. but he wants to find his daughter so bad that he just starts beating on him. For sure. And- so then, I mean, he's beating on him and then he grabs a hammer. And I was like, he's gonna. 
like break this guy's face in it's so all intense. the way. And he doesn't end up actually hitting Alex with the hammer. He gets very close. Yeah, he puts his hand on the sink. Yeah. And he's oh, about he's to gonna, I thought he was gonna I thought he was for sure gonna hit his hand. Oh yeah. And he didn't. No, he just I'm hit the bomb to just it, freaking but at the same time I'm glad he didn't <laughs> after I found out everything out at the end. Yeah. So then he decides he says, I can't basically be on him anymore without killing, killing him. him. Yeah. So we have to f- find a new way. And he builds this wooden cage around the shower, puts Alex in it. And what does he say about the water? It, it Basically, he's like, we don't have control over yeah, it. Yeah, he just rigged it. And so it only comes either freezing cold hot or, or scalding freezing hot. cold. Yeah. yeah. And that was my next visual note. The shots of Alex in the shower where it's so just good. the little the one eye of light in the one eye. Just You literally see like this yeah, much. It's just an eye. And his so eye good. like progressively gets like even more red and yeah. stuff too. Yeah. It's so good. It's I love that shot. It's a beautiful shot because mm-hmm. it's like the entire screen is black. Yeah. And just right in the center is like this much. Little teeny light. Just that. light. And it's that really good. Yeah. Really good shot choice. And then my, my only other note really that I noticed is Jake Gyllenhaal is wearing a ring mm-hmm. that has a Freemason symbol on it, which I thought was really interesting. Oh, really? I don't know a ton about the Freemasons. Yeah. I recently like Googled what it is and it's basically like a brotherhood that's technically... Uh, devoted to like doing good and that's like oh there's a very vague description of what it is um but i just thought that was interesting because that's like a group that people always talk about but like i don't know if anybody really knows it yeah yeah, you know what i mean so it's like (laughs) it's an interesting choice because obviously intentional or jake gyllenhaal is really a freemason and just accidentally had his ring on one of the two is true right because they wouldn't just be like well freemason ring here you go put that on right (laughs) like it has has to be a meaning to it it. obviously is probably just something to say like hey if you know anything about the freemasons you know he's doing You the know good. something about this character, yeah. right? So I thought that was an, an interesting choice. Um, and then on top of that, just like, yeah, I'm costume design was great. Uh, shot choices were great. And makeup and prosthetics and all that kind of Blood stuff was great and too. And I really loved the shots. I didn't write this down, but I'm, I can remember. <laughs> this movie I remember actually really well. Uh, at one point, Detective Loki is following, what's Hugh Jackman's, Keller. Keller, Hugh yeah. Jackman's character's name is Keller. Detective Loki is following Keller uh, to this house, pretty much, and there's shots from inside his car. Yeah, with the and it's raining and a ton, and his windshield wiper isn't going as much as you'd normally would have yeah. it, which was like so nice because it was like basically your entire screen would like blur up with rain, and then it'd wipe. Yeah, and then it'd rain again, and so it was like not as quick as and it, it was normally. Cool. Would be. And it was something about that was really cool because it almost added extra mystery mm-hmm. for no reason. For no on reason. On top of it, but in well, a good way. And then when he's driving the daughter, it's raining, but it does the same thing where it does a shot choice from inside. Yeah. But he has gotten hit, and oh, so there's like blood so and stuff. Bloody. And so he's kind of like, blood's falling on his face, but he's trying to pay attention, and it's raining, so the windshield wipers are going. Yeah. But then he's fogging up, and so you're like, you can't see, so obviously mm-hmm. he can't see, and you're mm-hmm. just like, what is going to happen? Like, oh, so <laughs> okay, you have more notes? Yeah, so... Okay. I'm done with mine, by the way, so okay. send it. Alex choking the dog. That was horrible. Dude, what the heck? Yeah. Because here's the thing. At this point, <laughs> you think it's him, right? You think it's Alex. And then he, Hugh Jackman's like kind of spying on him and following him. Alex walks out of his, has his house with a dog on a leash. He, he looks just at stand, the car. He just looks at the car. He's standing just, there and just lifts his dog up. Yeah. And he's like choking the dog and like hanging the dog. For like 30 mid-air seconds. For so long. Yeah. And then he just puts the dog down 
And then they he's like, like, okay, let's go. Let's go. So <laughs> creepy and weird. <laughs> so weird. And you're like, that's him. Oh, that's for sure oh, him. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's not him. No. Um, I don't know if you noticed this. One of the punches was off. Yes. I was going to okay. talk about that in the sound, but also okay. visual. It's an audio-visual issue. <laughs> yeah, because he like punches, but his face doesn't move quite with the punch. Yeah. The, I think the sound was off too. The, I think it was hand. Yeah. Face. Yeah. Sound. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little <laughs> slow and I was like, off. <gasps> That's honestly like the one visual thing. And I then the next punch was perfect. Out. Yeah. Which was really funny. And even the so, one before it was perfect. Yeah. So I, I was know. I was gonna I was interested to see if you noticed that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um my other note, so this is kind of big and spoiler things, but at this house there's this parked car that basically they move this car and there's a little hole underneath. So me seeing it as many times as I've seen it, there are a lot of shots where they focus on that car mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah until you know why they're focusing on it. But it's really That's cool true. because they kind of just, they'll just stay on this car. Well, and they introduce it relatively early. Yeah. She's like, she's like you, and she even asks, yeah, you, you want to buy, buy the car? Yeah. She's crazy. Bro. She's insane. She's crazy. Uh, so one eye in the shower and mm-hmm. then freaking, is it Bobby? The other kid? Freaking shooting himself in the, oh. in the interrogation yeah. thing. Yep, that was crazy. That I forgot about that. Yeah. That was one of the most realistic things of that nature oh, I have ever seen. Yeah. That was Cause crazy. Because they, they, so basically what I thought is, they were going to freaking shy away from it. And good, no. it's just like <laughs> camera focus on them and then. <laughs> it was crazy. So the, the husband and the wife that have been kidnapping all these kids, they kidnapped the one, Alex. Mm-hmm. And then they also kidnapped, I think his name was. Bobby Taylor or Bob Taylor. That sounds right. I think it, that's what it was. And they kidnapped him. He was, I'm assuming, also as much drugged and all that other yeah. kind of stuff. But he's a little bit more cohesive mm-hmm. in terms of certain things. So they finally catch him and they bring him into the interrogation room. And Jake Chillenhall goes in because he just can't take it anymore because he's yeah. just drawing this maze and he's yeah. basically saying the maze leads to the bodies, right? Yeah. So he's like, you'll find them in the maze. You'll find them says. in the maze, yeah. yeah. So he starts like punching on him and everything and these two guards come up and they pull him off but as they're doing it, he grabs his gun yeah. and it was just like super intense. Oh, so intense. Whose gun does he grab? Does he grab an officer's was, gun or does he grab- Jake Gyllenhaal's. I think he, yeah, I think he grabbed Detective Loki's yeah. gun. And then he pulls out his gun and they're all like, you know, put the gun down and he just- He lifts it up to his head. Yeah. And then he puts it in his <laughs> mouth and you're like, no way. And then- <laughs> And it's like- Well, and because at this point too, you're like, it's Alex. And then they yeah. introduce Bobby and he's like at the vigil and then he runs from Detective Loki. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's this guy. And he's like, you find out this guy's been buying clothes- and he's, he's been keeping clothes. snakes he's in like these containers. All this different weird, weird stuff. Yeah. He tries to escape the detective when he shows up to his house. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, it's this guy. And then this guy kills himself. And then you click the button on the TV and you realize you're halfway through the movie. I know. And you're like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Who 
who because there's no way then the rest of it's just like oh darn the guy who did it killed yeah, himself yeah so then you're like okay well who are the other suspects yeah and then you start to think that maybe it was Hugh Jackman and that he has a split personality that's what I did yeah anyway, oh yeah you just don't know you just don't know you yeah. have no idea so do you have more no that was my visual okay. notes what are you gonna give oh, visuals also oh yeah yeah the corpse in the priest basement solid oh yeah super solid do you know who that was yes okay wait Maybe. It was the husband. Yeah, it was the husband. Of the, I didn't catch that. The, I was going to say the husband of the wife. I didn't catch that the first Oh, you didn't? Time. No. Oh, yeah, I got that. Because I was like, I remembered I remembered everything from this movie, but it had been long enough that I I knew it happened, but they went to this the priest thing, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this, but what does this have to do with the story? Yeah. I thought it was just some side story, mm. and then I never pieced together that it oh, was the yeah. freaking dad. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Okay, what would you give visuals? I don't know. Pretty high. I'm going to give it a 194. Okay. 195. I'm going to give it a 197. Okay. I'm giving bonus points because they used real snakes. Oh, they did. They because the first time CGI. I saw the snake, I was like, oh, CGI snake. And then I was like, wait, no, that's not a CGI snake. That's a real, real snake. Snakes. And it was all real snakes. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I love real snakes. You can really tell a CGI snake. Oh, yeah. Like almost more so for some reason than any other animal. I think it's just be their their skin. Like, yeah. It's the CGI Texture snakes and reflection. And, and CGI yellow spotted lizards. Those are the two <laughs> that are the easiest to spot. Uh, so bonus points for that really, really good prosthetic... Um, Great shot choices. Great shot choices. I mean, those are those are my main my main things. Just the punch. Visuals think, yeah, like the punch. Yeah, I mean, one ninety seven almost feels low. I know, right? I'm, I'm like just, thinking about it. I'm like, do I I'll take five points off for a punch? For a punch. <laughs> it was a bad punch. <laughs> it was a bad punch. But yeah, I guess I guess there were some really cool. I don't know. They were all great. Like him in the shower and yeah. the windshield wipers and stuff. But 185, that's not like, that's oh, yeah. bad. No. <laughs> okay, so story. Okay, this is how I figured it out. Okay. Uh, how I figured out who he was. Okay. Well, let me take you through my progression. Okay, do it. Okay, so I think it's Alex, right? Yeah. And you're like, kind of like, oh, I don't know. Maybe he's super good at this and does it professionally. And then you're like, ah, it's probably not because it's this Bobby guy now, right? And you're like, it's definitely Bobby. You go into his house, you find the trunks full of like bloody children's clothes, yeah. which is like evidence number one. Oh, yeah. Am I right? The snakes. But then no bodies. Like, Why the snakes? But no bodies. Yeah. No bodies. And they, yeah. and they find the mannequins. They find the mannequin bodies. They find mannequin bodies buried in his yard, which is like creepy thing number oh, seven, 100%. right? Because you're like, if you got mannequins buried in your yard... <laughs> And then he dies. Yep. And then you're like, okay, what? And then I start to think back uh, to the priest. So I'm like, okay, this priest has this dead guy in his basement. Mm -hmm. And he said he killed him because he said he kidnapped 16 children. And he was laughing about it. He was laughing about it. And so he locked him in his basement, tied him up, and just left him there to die. Yeah. And I was like, okay, who is that Mm -hmm. guy? Okay. So then later... I had kind of forgotten about this because I watched this movie over the course of... Is it just two days? Maybe two days three? or maybe it was three. <laughs> I watched it like in several segments because I was yeah. like watching 10 minutes of it on a break, right? <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> this is this a horrible so way I to watch to it. The point, that's terrible. I haven't even watched it again. But, so I get to Bobby Taylor and I'm like, okay, hold on. 
Somebody said something about kidnapping 16 kids. Is, was it this guy? But then who's the dead guy in the basement? Did he say he knew a guy? I can't remember. But then I remembered towards the end, I was like, okay, no. He said he was kidnapping kids. Mm-hmm. And then I go back to the aunt and I'm like, she, where's her husband? Probably wow, dead. you pieced that. I started to piece it together. Wow. Now I didn't fully piece together that she had done it for sure. No. Until Hugh Jackman showed up at her house, right? And then it's they make it obvious, right? Um but I didn't. I never ever once expected that she had kidnapped Alex, and he wasn't actually her nephew. Because gotcha. this entire movie, she's like, "This is my nephew, Alex. Yeah. He's, you know, he was in an or he had an accident with snakes or something." Mm-hmm. And then you realize the snakes are like there to probably control him, and it's like, "Oh my god, it's so horrible." Just so many details that they piece together beautifully. Well, and one of the things I didn't ever catch on to is Alex is the kid that's taken from that one lady that. Detective Loki goes and talks to. Wait, what? Yeah. What lady? Hold on. Remember the lady that's playing the video? And she was yes, like, and we've she never been able to- video. <gasps> that's that's Alex. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because at the end, it shows a newspaper and says he's reunited for the first time in 20 yeah. years or whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I never pieced that together. together. Oh, that crazy? That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, dang. I don't know if there was anything about Bobby Taylor. I, I think he was just somebody. Yeah. But- Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's phenomenal. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> they really just like detailed the crap they out of this movie. It so much. And Bobby Taylor draws, he keeps drawing these mazes, right? And then yeah. you later discover that the corpse in the priest's basement was wearing a necklace with a maze on it. Which like, you do see. You do see, but you don't know. You don't know. You have no idea. But I that's when I piece mm. it together that it was the dad. Because for some reason, I never realized that. And then he was wearing the maze thing. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> It's so good. Because, yeah, she did. The aunt just says that he just went missing and, and he never came back. Yeah. And so she doesn't even know yeah. that the priest had locked him up and basically killed him. This movie is like, I want to, I almost want to say it's plot hole list, but I do have a question. Okay. Yeah. I don't really think there's any plot holes. I'm not even plot holes, but like it's not even the lack of plot holes, but almost the. Abundance of interconnectivity okay. is amazing. Oh yeah, that was the smartest sentence I've ever. That said. was really smart. Thank you, thank you. The I'll abundance of interconnectivity was nothing short of predominant. As <laughs> I would say. Um, okay, here's my question, real quick. Yeah. So the main story basically is this family, this couple, up until he died in a basement. This couple was kidnapping kids yep. to wage a war against God. And their war, basically what they were doing is they were making kids disappear. Yep. And that was their war against God. Yeah. Why? I guess I kind of know the answer. Why are they not just killing the kids? Is it just so that they could control them well, and make them kidnap But what people? happened to all the kids? I don't even think they adopted two of them. I think they killed the Most rest. Most of them died, right? Yeah. So why did they not just kill the daughters? That's my only question. If she's like, we, we're making kids disappear, then why not just kill them? Because they like keep them there and drug them, but what's the purpose of that, you know? Um, but I guess people do that in real life. Yeah, and, and they never, they didn't say what they did to the other 16 kids. Right. They could have done the same thing. And if right. they, maybe if, if they were good enough, they could have made it out, you know, mm-hmm. type of thing. And maybe that would have been okay. Yeah. Or... The other thing that I was thinking of, this could have been, well, I think probably what it was why they 
just drug them and kept them alive is because Bobby Taylor had read that Invisible Man book and he wanted to become the Invisible Man right. because the one little teeny flashback you get of the other girl is she wakes up and there's a paper that says solve the maze to get out. Solve every maze in the book. Yeah. And they say the last maze is unsolvable. Right. So I think he yeah. was wanting, she was probably just allowing him to yeah. have his fun probably. Yeah. And then, because obviously she tries to kill him at the end. Right. So it might have just been to have him live out his fantasy of becoming the invisible man or something like that. That's fair. Oh. Did they ever explain why she was wanting to wage a war on God? I don't feel like she, I ever caught that. She did say when she was talking to Hugh Jackman, their reasoning why, and I can't fully well, remember. And the priest mentioned something about it too when he's yeah. talking to the detective. He says, he says they were trying to wage a war on God and do something, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they were using kids for a certain reason. Yeah. I can't fully remember what it was. Hmm. But So there was two... Really cool things that I wrote down for the story that okay. I really liked that I felt was different than most movies. The first one being before Hugh Jackman left, when he, I don't remember exactly what it was. I don't know if he was going to just go out in the woods and look or if it was to go meet Alex Taylor when he was getting released, but he stopped to reassure the son, his son, mm-hmm. and like, Everything's going to be okay. You you you've got this. You got to be the man of the house. I believe in you. Just that kind of stuff. Yeah. Where I feel like most movies, it's the dad just forgets about everything and is just like, you need a man up and yeah. do better and everything like that. So I like that it was a little bit different. And then the other thing that I thought was cool, not cool, is horrible, but I liked that the wife Viola Davis of the other family was the one that stopped the husband from letting him out. Oh, uh-huh. It wasn't him. Yeah. It just felt so much more real mm-hmm. with that. It wasn't, they're two guys and they're being horrible. Yeah. It was, we're not going to affiliate with it, but I don't want him to let him go because I do want him to do yep. what he needs to do yep. to find our kids. Yep. Oh, dude, they just thought of it. <laughs> this is so good. Okay, and so there were also just times... I can't I can't pinpoint the exact moment but there's a time where you where I definitely thought it was Hugh Jackman for maybe a minute. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh my gosh." Because they were like, "Do you know where you I can't remember if they asked if he knew where he was or something like that." Jake Gyllenhaal when he's in the car, he's asking him, "Do you know where you were?" Yeah. Or what were you doing the night before or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. And he said that he was passed out drunk or something yeah. like that or I don't know. And then I was like, oh my gosh, does Hugh Jackman have split personality <laughs> and has no idea that he's done it? Yeah, because he's like hasn't gotten any sleep. Yeah. He started drinking. Uh-huh. So you're he's, like, oh my gosh, you just start to not know at all. And I, it's great because it's just like suspect after suspect after suspect. Because I went through at least three suspects mm-hmm. before we even got to the ant. Oh yeah. And it was just, that's great. Yeah, so good. It's great writing. Um, also, so that line, they didn't cry until I left them. Mm-hmm. They didn't cry until he left them with the aunt. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's amazing. You don't know. You think he's psycho. And then no, he says that. And- because they were having fun with him. Yeah. And they didn't cry until he left them with the aunt. Oh, the aunt's yeah. insane. <laughs> it's great. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> um, him oh. singing Jingle Bells. Yeah. Creepy God, AF so after creepy. choking the dog. Because the girls are singing Jingle Bells, Batman Smells. Yep. And then and then 
like during Thanksgiving, right? And then later he starts to sing it and, and Hugh Jackman's like, oh my gosh, it's this guy for sure. Yeah. They just, ah, oh, man, they piece this together so good. I love it. And this, the other thing that was so cool, so the other friend, not Hugh Jackman's daughter, she makes it out. Mm-hmm. And they find her, they bring her to the hospital. That's when I thought it was him for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it when she said you were there? She says, you were there. Yeah. The daughter says it to Hugh Jackman. She says, get away from me. You were there. Yeah. Do you know why she said no, that? No, no, tell me. Please tell me. Okay, this is the coolest thing. Okay, yes. He had went to the aunt's house to talk to her, and that's when she escaped because he literally is coming home, and he gets home, and that's when the wife's like, they found her. We need to go to the hospital. She thought he was there because she was torturing him. He was just there to talk to the aunt. Isn't that crazy? So that's why he goes and runs to the aunt's house Bro. with all the tools because he was like, oh my gosh, I was at the aunt's house right before this happened. It's the aunt. That crazy. I couldn't figure out why, yeah. how he figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lanta. You guys, this is a pretty elite it's, movie. It's a pretty legit movie. <laughs> Dude, that's it. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, that just made everything so oh, much better. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I'm so happy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yep, he was at the house when she escaped. That is great. That crazy. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. You have another? You have any other notes? The, I got one more. At yeah, the, okay. At the very end. Okay, yeah. My only other note, well, I have a thing about the end too. My only other note was the only trope I would say about this movie was when he's going through the tour, he's, the Hugh Jackman's given Loki the tour, mm-hmm. and he gets a phone call right oh, before right, he's yeah. about to get to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Yeah. He's, fine. A, he's a detective. He gets called but all here's the, the time. Thing. Here's the thing. They did it to, they did the rest, I guess the rest of the movie so well that it almost, because like sometimes if they do that in a movie, you can tell that they're about to do that, right? Yeah. And because this one like, there was no way for me to think no. that he was going to find him and not be okay with it. You right. know, because I mean? there was always the p- potential that he goes in there, he finds him, and he's like, "What's this? Why is he here?" Yeah, and Hugh Jackman's like, "I know he did it," and you're like, and Jake Gyllenhaal's like, "I think, I think so too." Yeah, and then they like, and, yeah, no, you have no, you have no way of knowing what he's about to do, so it almost doesn't matter that yeah. you're like, "Oh, he's going to get a phone call or whatever." Because that was my wife. She was like, "I don't remember. Does Jake Gyllenhaal help Hugh Jackman torture him?" Exactly. Yeah, because he might as well. <laughs> yeah. So the only thing, yeah. why I know that he told Alex before he left, if you scream, I'll turn it on. But why didn't he scream? I guess he probably didn't know exactly well, who and he, he was, was also with. Uh, probably still afraid of Detective Loki if he knew yeah. that that's who was there. Yeah, that's true. Did he even, and, and did and Alex even know who was no, there? Because they hardly even said anything. Yeah. So, it just been his yeah, there's no way of him knowing, not knowing, or there's no way for him to know that that's not like the friend or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, when he would turn the shower on, it's so sad. Oh. Now, when you look back at everything, it's so sad. It's so sad. It's so sad. And Hugh Jackman for sure should go to jail. 100%. <laughs> okay. okay. Quick question. Okay. Is he a bad person? Hugh Jackman? Yeah. No. Okay. He's a passionate person. Yeah. He, okay. Would you have done the same thing? I don't know. I would not have. I don't think I'd have the guts. Yeah. You know? That would be my only thing. 
But at the same time, if it had played out where this person had said to you, they didn't cry until I left oh, them. Oh gosh. I know that's the hard thing. Would you not? <sighs> but it's hard because then the cops said they found zero evidence of struggle in the RV. I know, but you All know what you heard. Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's tough. That's tough. But torture like that? I don't think I could do that. <sighs> I don't know if I could either. That's kind of crazy. That's... I don't think he's a bad person though. Uh, he's just a really intense person. Like, even from the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. he's just yeah. a really, really intense person. He so. wanted his daughter. Yeah. Give me Taken vibes. Oh, yeah. That's what this movie was kind of like, yeah, except yeah. for less action and more mystery. More mystery, yeah. Like way less action. And less particular set of skills. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal had a, no, had a particular set of skills. It wasn't even that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, and then my last thing, just the Titanic whistle. Yeah. Baby, you know? Yeah. That movie by Jim, Fight Me Jim, uh, where Kate, whatever bucket says, blows the whistle to be saved at the end. That's exactly what Hugh Jackman does. He's cold and he's in a hole yep. and he's disappearing. And Jake Gyllenhaal is just about to walk away and <laughs> he finds the red whistle. But oh, wait, hold on, whistle. hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not the red whistle. No, right? it is the red whistle. How did it get there? They were in the hole. Yeah, but she had lost her red whistle 18 days before that. Yeah, they found it. <laughs> did they? Yeah, remember because he's asleep. I, I know it's like a a hallucination, but he's asleep and the daughter talks to him and says, I found the red whistle. I didn't think that was real. Well, I don't think it's real, but I think she found the red whistle oh, and then she at had the it house and then she had it with her because okay. remember she says she puts the girls in there when all the mm. people were coming around and I think she dropped her red whistle in there, which then saves. Gotcha. So, gotcha. my thing about the ending in Don't Worry Darling, we had talked about that mm. there was a movie at the end that I thought was really dumb. Is it this? I did not. I hated this ending. I didn't like it either. I would have rather him give me found him two seconds of him just going to him. And that's honestly, it. give me thirty seconds less or thirty seconds more. Yeah, give me no whistle or something where you he maybe thinks he hears a whistle. Like even if well, that's you what he did no 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 because you hear it as the audience. But if you don't hear it as the audience and you just see him mm. get a look on his face like did I just hear something and then cut it. Great. That's right? true. Or go over, push the car away, yeah. find Hugh Jackman. That's Give what me I one want. of the two. That's what so I, I wanted. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. I wasn't, I wasn't, it, it didn't satisfy me. Cause there's like, there's like two different satisfactions, right? There's the one where you're like, it's almost the anti satisfaction where it's mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I need more. I need to know, did he find him? Yeah. Or there's the satisfaction of him, of him finding it. Cause otherwise, Pretty much a happy story, right? Yeah. Except for Bobby blowing his brains out. Oh my gosh. Everything else is a happy story because the kids are safe and return to their parents. Even the adult who got kidnapped forever go reunites with his mom. Yeah. Hugh Jackman probably goes to jail. But yeah. other than that, I mean, it's a happy story. Jake Gyllenhaal is still 25 for 25 on his uh-huh. cases or whatever, right? <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, give me one or the other. Yeah. but Because Inception ending is like, Cream of the crop. That's yeah, it's, it's perfect yeah, it's, because it's like great. oh my gosh. Because again, you don't know what it is. Right. This one, you know he heard the whistle. Yeah. So you know he's going to find him. So then just show it. Mm-hmm. Just show him finding him, please. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Is that all your notes? Yeah. What what is your score on the story? 199. Dang, bro, for real? Yeah. That's high. 
just because of the ending, I'm going to take one point off for the ending. ending. But what wasn't perfect about the story? Yeah, gosh. I'm going to give it a 198. Okay. Because I'm still not... One point off for the whistle. Yeah. And one point off because I'm still not super convinced about a couple things with the kidnappings. Like, why exactly were they doing it? Mm -hmm. And... Why did they kill some and not kill others? Yeah, I'm sure there's a reason, but I, I mean, just, she talks I was about a little lost. She talks about Alex that they were feeling lonely from the loss of their from the loss right. of their child, right. so they adopted him. Yeah. So my more more about why did they just keep the daughters around? Yeah, I think I you think know. that was just because of Bobby. Yeah, I think he wanted to do his thing. Yeah. So. so we haven't even talked about Jake Gyllenhaal getting shot in the head yet. Oh, I know. He, he got shot in the head and then drove a car. <laughs> that was a great scene. That was an incredible scene. Like a really, really good scene. Because I honestly had no idea what was going to happen. No. Because she's sitting there foaming at the mouth. She's foaming the at the mouth. Seat. He like can't see because he's like losing so much blood. Oh, yeah. I don't know if... Because you can get shot in the head and still live. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it, it grazed. It looked like it grazed. Because it like... But, but it was if a good it grazed, chunk. it was deep. yeah. So he either got shot in the head or it grazed his head really, really bad. But he's like visions blurring. He's and he makes it all the way there, dude. He makes and the, it there. oh, the one of the shots I love the most. And I always love a shot like this. Is when he's driving the car through traffic. The just the angle of that shot. I think it's just the clarity of it. So I don't know if you remember it. Basically, it was basically like a crane shot. Not not a crane shot, but like him a swerving. little above the car and just behind it, and you just. You see the whole car. I don't know. There's something really, really satisfying about being not attached to the car, mm-hmm. but not filming it from the side. Like right. filming it perfectly from the back. It's really real, well framed. I and just think see it's a great, all the traffic and everything. And him yeah. swerving, like it all looked really good. And the shot reminds me a lot of quite a few shots from the Dark Knight trilogy. Something about it oh, just was like okay. very similar to how they film Batman in mm-hmm. on his on his bike or in the Batmobile oh, or something the Batmobile like, is stuff so like good. that. Yeah. So good. So very, very similar shot choice, which I just I don't know. There's something about it that just looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. So that whole scene at the end was great. Also. That was really good. And her just like when he comes in and she's just like She doesn't have anything to say. No, she or she's just like, make sure they cremate me or something like that. Oh, that and girl just pulls oh, yeah. it out and oh. just <laughs> like no no hesitation yeah. or anything. Yeah. Oh man, brilliant. That's so good. Okay. All right. Acting. Acting. I have one note. Okay. Just one. I... Well, first of all, everybody, I thought everybody was great. Yeah. Even the aunt who had, I think, the most potential of not being good, just because a lot of times characters like that are like too, like they act too much like Yzma. Yeah. Basically yeah. is what it comes down to is like yeah. way overact the evil and stuff. She was like kind of a chill evil, but oh, just a so little maniacal. Uh, so I think everybody was phenomenal. I have, even the kids were great. Every kid was good. Oh yeah. Uh, Hugh Jackman. I, I mean, everybody, literally everybody was great. So the only note I have okay. is Jake Gyllenhaal's blinking. Yeah, I twitch is what I have. It's not a twitch. It's a, People blink, yeah. some people blink that blink very hard. So okay, go ahead. He does that in a lot of movies. Does he really? Yeah. There's another one that I want you to watch really badly called Nightcrawler. You'll see he okay. does that in that. Um, but I don't think he blinks like that. See, me and Lindsay were talking about, we wondered if maybe if it was a tick. Keep talking. Okay. I'm going to look up just like without any sound. I'm just going to look up an interview with him because I'm curious to see if he blinks like that. Because 
Some people just blink like that. Well, and I mean, he did the probably, entire movie. You could probably put like Jake Gyllenhaal, like eye blinking tick yeah. or something like that. And you would probably be able to find something. Because we were thinking in a good amount of his movies that he did that. So we just didn't know if it was a tick or something like that where he just has to keep blinking. Um, but man, his... When I type it, all I did was Jake Gyllenhaal blink into Google. Everything's about prisoners, which makes <laughs> me think it's not just okay. him. It says, uh, J- Detective Loki has a conspicuous blinking tick. It wasn't in the script. He came up with it by himself and persuaded the director. That's cool. It works. It's Okay, so here's the thing. I don't know if this is true, so if you want to come at me in the comments, that's totally <laughs> fine because I don't want to speak out of turn with this. I have, I do notice though, um, just with working with a lot of people with autism, it's very common. Mm-hmm. And autism is such a broad spectrum that it's, oh, yeah. and he's such a good detective yeah. that it almost makes me think that he, his character, maybe he decided, oh, my character's like really slightly autistic. Mm-hmm. Or and even had maybe a slight bit of Tourette's or something. something. Yeah, something uh, like a, that. A that, um, and maybe that tick is kind of his way of showing like, hey, because I have this tick, I also have this internal ability. Because mm-hmm. generally, um, you know, people with autism or other things like that, they have certain parts of their attributes or their personality or something is enhanced. Oh yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm wondering if that was like, because I mean, if he came up with it and decided to do it, dude, <laughs> I think it's that, or it could also be a. If I'm not mistaken, again, I'm not like researched on this at all, but. Uh, PTSD, I think, mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. can cause stuff like that. So mm-hmm. maybe it was just that. Maybe it's just to show, you know. We don't know what his other cases were. We don't know anything. They don't really give him a backstory except no. for he solved every case. Yeah. That's it. But were they solved well or were they horrible, you know? Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. And so it's just that it gave, like, literally, it's just blinking and it gave way more depth to his character for some yeah. reason, which was really awesome. It was really cool. And a couple other things that gave him some depth his neck tattoo. You just don't see a lot of detectives with a neck tattoo. And he no. had another tattoo somewhere uh-huh. or a couple other ones. And so it's just like, I think it hardens him a little bit oh, too. Oh, yeah, you know it was what I mean? cool. And you're yeah. like, oh, maybe he was like in a gang or, some, right. or something. Yeah. I don't know. Not saying people with neck where tattoos are all in gangs. Up, you know? But yeah, like, he just seems, and he has those moments where he gets super angry. He destroys his computer, oh, like yeah. all this stuff. And so I feel like they give his character a ton of depth without explaining anything no at all just it's just acting choices and direction and stuff like that so that was another real good point just to go back to the story a little bit where it just it felt so real and not like dumb but when he destroys his whole desk and then all the pictures fall down and then he has the little rv car that Mm -hmm. he's just kind of like pushing on and then it just falls and then he sees the picture and yeah. pieces all together. It felt right. It didn't feel like yeah. a random sort of events that just oh, for sure. led him to find this. Yes. He just did that so well. I just... Okay, so Riddler guy, super good. Yeah. Um, yes. Viola Davis, Viola? Dude, sorry. I gotta yeah. go back to him real yeah, quick. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> the Riddler guy. That's a hard... I mean, I don't know anything about acting, but that's a hard character to play because oh. he's both... Terrified, yeah. Confused, yeah. Mentally very young, yeah. Just like all of these things, but also kind of crazy because he's like choking his dog. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, there's just like all these little different parts of his personality. That's got to be a really difficult thing to like piece together and 
Especially displayed. in that interrogation scene where he literally almost says nothing, but you, 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 fe- oh, you're feeling oh, him absolutely. because of just his facial. You're terrified of the detective, yeah, basically because of him. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's That's amazing. So good. He did great. Anyway, go on. Um, her acting was really good when she was crying. Yeah. Um, I put down Jake Gyllenhaal's smile laugh, and I can't remember where that was at, but he has like this. I think it was when he's talking to like his boss or something and he has a smile laugh and it was so like good and creepy, mm. but I can't remember the point. Okay, I think my star of the show was the part when Hugh Jackman sees the sock that is his daughter's. Yeah. That was like yeah. the heartbreak. Like That's like the, impo- the Ewan McGregor impossible phone call. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. so good. Oh, and then the other thing, that whole scene where Jake Gyllenhaal is driving to the emergency room and he gets out and he slips out of the car because it's been snowing oh, and it's yeah. icy on the ground. Yeah. It was just so fluid and it, it mm-hmm. felt so right. And yeah, he just, him slipping out of it and then just like immediately getting up. But like, I don't, it was. It's, so here's the thing. Here's what makes this movie so good because Craig and I were, today we're talking about um, we were talking about Ahsoka. Yeah. We were talking about things where it's like, why didn't this, like, I know. realistically, <laughs> why didn't this happen? Or why didn't this happen? And I think movies and TV shows and things that go just that little bit of extra yard to make things really realistic, yeah. that's what puts them over the top mm-hmm. towards, like, the more elite movies because there's nothing there that's like, hey, Wait a second. Yeah. Why didn't this happen? Or yeah. why didn't this happen? Or whatever, right? Yeah. It's like we're talking about with nobody. The one fault in that is the garage door. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's it. And then everything else is just like, oh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, they just. There was so much thought in this scene movie, yeah. and every detail and everything was felt so well thought out that it just. I guess it gives you so much more room to jump into the into the movie and not be distracted by anything, even subconsciously. Because sometimes oh, yeah. you notice things you don't really like actively think about it, but it's just something that lets your brain know this is a movie. Mm-hmm. This didn't have like almost any of those. No. So super solid. Super, super solid. <sighs> Dude, what are you gonna give the acting? What are you gonna give the I'm acting? I'm gonna give the acting two hundred. That's what me too. It's yeah, two hundred. I, I, I don't know how you could give it anything no, other than there that. was no there was not a single point where I was like yeah, that no, that no. Ain't it. Okay, wait. Tell me one more time. The Bobby guy. Yeah. Who was? Who is he? What's he from? He's in Oppenheimer. Yeah, he's in Oppenheimer. But and he what was else a he? Suicide Squad. He's Spot. No, uh, no. I'll tell you what this guy's from. Oh, oh no. my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> and you haven't seen the movie? Darn you. What's it from? He's from the first two Ant Man movies. Oh, he's the Russian friend. <laughs> oh, oh, really? He talks about Baba Yaga. <laughs> Baba Yaga come at night, oh. dude. That's who he is. See, because he looked so much. I, I knew it was Marvel. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he looks like. And again, what's the character's name in Falcon and the Winter? Well, also in Civil War, but I remember him from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, they they look similar-ish. What? Who does he play? It's it Z. Zoo Zoo. Zemo. Zemo. That's what it it's, is. They, it doesn't even say it on here, but I just remembered. No. They look kind of similar, but yeah. Oh, it's Bubba. So he's, he's the Bubba Ant-Man Yaga he's guy. In DC Suicide Squad. Dang, good for him. Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. He was really good in Suicide Squad. His Dang. spot. That's the new one, not the gotcha old crap one. Gotcha. 
the new one where the only thing I know about it is something about a shark. <laughs> That's the only yes. thing I've ever heard about that movie. Is there somebody and, three years ago was like, "There's something." I don't remember. And John Cena is one of the superheroes. And John Cena. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, Mr. Cena. But you can't see in the whole movie. Okay, the score and the sound. Okay. So my two notes basically are the sound punch that was off. And then I thought it was maybe just my headphones, but then it also happened on my TV. There were certain points where Hugh Jackman would yell and the audio would clip and distort. And I was like... Yes, and that was on my TV too. I don't like that. That is one thing that pulls me out of because Because that's one thing that tells me, that tells my brain this is... Not this real. Is fake, right? Yeah. This is not real. What was that scene? So there was one when he's in a car and he yells. And then I okay. couldn't remember what, what the other one was. I remember. No, no, no. Sorry, not in the car. It's when the detective, I think, comes to his house for the first time and he's like, no, shut up and listen to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. When yeah. he does that, yeah. that's where I noticed it. I was like, oh, wow, that clipped. And then it clipped one more time later. When he yelled, and I was like, huh, "Oh, I don't know if I weird. noticed it twice. I definitely noticed it one yeah. time because I, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, I never noticed that.' Yeah, it seemed kind of weird to me. Yeah. So yeah, I don't have anything about the music. I do remember the music being good, not not phenomenal, but but good. And it was it was the same song for most of it, mm-hmm. just that ominous music. Yeah. And then I did write down music during the car scene was good. So yes, yeah, the music during the car scene was. Good. I don't remember what it was. But yeah. it was fine. I mean, there was nothing yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is insane. Yeah. Or creepy ha-has like right. in Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. Um, but it portrayed the ominous, uneasy feeling. Yeah. But there was that audio clip. Yeah. What are you going to give it? Mm, I don't know. I guess it's just average. 155? 155? Yeah. That's fair. I'm going to give it I'll give it a 160. Okay. Uh, music was good, but yeah, just the, like that, those couple things. And then there wasn't anything, there wasn't anything sound-wise that stuck out to me in a good way. No, and, that the, makes sense. and the only sound that stuck out to me was acting sounds, like freaking the Riddler guy screaming right. when the water turned on. Was right. Oh, terrible. That was terrifying. That was so bad. <laughs> uh, so yeah, dock it, I'm docking at some points in the, sc- in the sound category. Which is sad because that's going to lower this movie's total by quite a bit. But yeah. alas, they needed that's to turn we, the gain down on their microphones. That's that's that, where we have this. That's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> Shut up. I love saying that. <laughs> um, can I guess what your vibe is? Actually, oh, the fact that you just looked somewhere else. Well, I wrote down vibe. Yeah. And I said, why didn't they just finish the ending? Yeah. But I already mm. talked about that in Suche, but still. That is vibe. 199. Yeah, that's what I was going to get. Because yeah. I was like, oh, 200. And then I was like, oh, no, wait, the whistle. Yeah. Because again, I think 30 seconds more or 30 seconds less is the way to do that I movie. Know. Okay, what do you think you gave the movie? 938. 948 is what you gave it. 948? Mm-hmm. Dang it. I'm going to say I gave it slightly higher than you. Nine. It's just a little bit higher. 955. Five. 955. You can guess 954. 954. Yes. <laughs> you got it, bro. <laughs> got it. I didn't get mine, but I got yours. Dag it. <laughs> but it is a vibe. It's such a It's a, a good very, very, movie, very yeah. good movie. So few flaws in this movie. I was rewatching it and I was like, yeah, he's got to love this one. Yeah. Yeah, this is. This is not a polarizing movie. Like nobody's no. gonna watch this and be like, "Nah." That ain't Actually, 
when this came out, oh, I was gonna say, what? yeah, when this came out, it was getting like really good reviews everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you've heard of IGN; they do a lot of video yeah. game stuff, but they also do movies. Mm-hmm. The reviewer gave it a five out of ten. Out of ten, and everybody, really everybody in the comments was like. What? And he was like, oh, it's just this really dark for no reason and all this. Dark for no reason? Dark because your kids got kidnapped and drugged at the age of like nine? And I was like, dude, what are you talking? This is perfect. That's dumb. (laughs) Whoever watched that movie shouldn't have been the person reviewing the movie. No, they shouldn't have been. So people still still bring that up when they... When they give a really high review, because they gave like The Last Jedi like a 9.7 out of 10. So they always oh bring gosh. up Prisoners as a five and Last Jedi as 9.7. It's like to Ben discredit. Shapiro. It's like Ben Shapiro <laughs> reviewing the Barbie movie. It's like, you're not qualified, dude. Like, you're, if you're crapping on the Barbie movie, it's because you didn't get it. Yeah. You're one of those old people who like just don't get it, you know? Oh, uh, do you know box office stuff about this? I don't. Ooh, dang. Two big but, names in a pretty big time in both of their careers. Yeah, but you didn't ever hear of it. No, but we've kind of discussed that I never heard of a movie before we started this podcast. So No, I know, but... But generally, the movies I hadn't heard of did not make a lot of money. Yeah. That much is true. What are you going to guess? I don't think it was limited release. Dude, I'm... So my guess is they made this movie for super cheap. Oh, yeah. Probably cost them like... Thirty million dollars, yeah. Twenty thirty million dollars. That's probably just mainly acting. Yeah, <laughs> I'd probably say twenty million. They, they. I mean, they got four big actors. Well, three big actors, two big actors. Viola Davis wasn't really big. No, before probably though. just the two. Those two main ones were the big yeah. ones at the time. Uh, so they probably had a budget of like eighteen to twenty million dollars, I'd assume, because there's very limited special effects. Yeah. I mean, all the special effects are is makeup. Yeah. Um, no CGI shots, from what I can think of. No. At all. No, I don't think there was any. So. I'm sure they I'm, made I don't money. think, my guess is they did not hit 100 million. Oh. See, that's hard. I know. I'm going to go 91 million. Okay. Oh. Did what do you got for hit me? a million? Did they hit 100 million? I feel like all my guesses recently have been so low. I'm going to have some hope. And I'm going to say it did 141. 141. Okay, yeah. let me write that down real quick. Craig going big on the numbies, huh? Yeah. I'm sorry I just said numbies. <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> numbies. Congratulations. <gasps> what was it? $122 million. Oh, okay. That's decent. What was the budget? $46 million. Wow, that's actually more expensive than I it thought. It is a little more expensive than I, than I thought. Um that might have just been Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. It honestly might have probably been. taken a good. It really, really might have been chunk of it. And dude, it split close to completely evenly domestic and international. Oh, okay, sixty-one million, almost exactly domestic, and then sixty-one million one hundred and twenty-four thousand international. <laughs> like crap. literally, is fifty-fifty. <laughs> uh, That's insane. Which is really interesting. I am curious, just real quick, to see uh, what the actors got paid. Yeah. Hugh Jackman probably got more. Yeah. Because I think he was a bigger name at that point than... I mean, he still is a bigger name than Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know if I'm going to be able to really find Yeah, it. you might not be able to. Sometimes it's really hard. And I don't even know who... Um, what what studio... Oh, I don't know. I know it's the Dune movie. director. Was this, an, was this an indie movie? If it... I don't know. Um... 
I mean, I know people that heard of it, but it definitely wasn't huge. Yeah. But what was playing at the beginning? Was it the, the what's the, oh my gosh. Yeah, that. <laughs> the film reel one that's like slightly crooked. Hmm. You know I'm talking about? It's the thingy things. It's like, they swish and it's got the one and then it's like at the angle. And oh, the ladders. The ones at the beginning of Lord of the Rings. It's a film reel, yeah. Oh, isn't that like a film reel? Maybe it is. I always thought of them as ladders. Well, I thought of as ladders too. I just remember them every freaking day of my childhood watching Lord of the Rings. Don't they have the little circles on the film reels? It's totally possible. (laughs) Okay, okay, hold on. I always thought it was ladders too. Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal's Prisoners wins with 20... No, that's not what I want to know. I want to know how much (laughs) they made. Tell me how much they made. $5.10. and I don't know. I'm okay. never going to find it. Sorry, guys, for boring you to death. Dang it. Craig, you got the dub, bruh. Yes. Finally. <laughs> you dubbed up. Oh, and I got the W on dub. Don't worry, darling. Dude, Shut okay, up. hold on real quick. Oh, don't. Okay. I think you're ahead. Mission Impossible 7 is done, yeah. and I won it, right? Yeah. Is it done, done? I'm assuming it's done. Box office mojo. Mission Impossible 7. All right, MI7. 563. Okay. So I won that. Got to put these down. Craig is butthurt because he can't seem to win anymore. I can't. I can't, dude. Um, And then Barbie will say you won. Yeah, both times, actually. uh, That's actually true, huh? Two W's, please. Dude, Barbie, 1.4 million. Oh. And out on streaming now. Oh, okay. Since since yesterday. So it's definitely not going to hit 1.5 or 1.6. No. But still significant dough. Oh, yeah. Number one of the year. Okay. And probably will be the number one. Okay, the scores, people. Here we go. Craig has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Shoot, I lost count. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve so far. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. I'm up by one. Dang it. I say, I say every 50 episodes, every year. Winner take all. Okay. And then we reset and winner take none. Yeah. Or whatever. (laughs) Shut up. Winner take all. And winner take and we do it again. Winner take all. Loser take. Let the none. record show in video this time. Sam still hasn't gotten me something for Avatar. I have not, but I so, super owe you something because yeah. you hit the, hit it right on the head. I hit it right on the. Nail so off by ten million dollars, you guys. That's I think it was twenty million now. That's kind of stupid. Okay, um, super educated guess. You I, guys, I did all the planning. Here's the deal. Next week. We don't know what we're doing yet. No. We would like to let you know a little more in advance what we're doing so you guys can watch the movie in preparation for the episode Mm -hmm. because that'd be the kind thing to do. So in two weeks, we're going to do The Creator, Mm -hmm. which is a brand new movie. We are going to be a day late, probably a day or two-ish late on that episode. Yeah. So it'll probably come out Saturday the 30th. Yes. Um, Yes. Maybe October the 1st. Yeah. Um. But that's, honestly, that's my most anticipated movie of the rest of the year. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Is there another one that you're looking forward to? 
Are you look? You've talked about Wonka with me. Are you looking forward to Wonka? No, or are you kind of like, no. I'm kind of mad on that movie yeah. too. I think it's, it's Napoleon make a- this year. Oh, I think so. With Walking Phoenix, I've seen a lot my, of posters up for that, so I would kind of assume so. That would be my other most anticipated. I'm excited for Five Nights at Freddy's, but I'm holding my breath that it's good. November is Napoleon. Oh, okay, November twenty yeah. second. So, so that one looks good. That's like Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Um, like those three movies, I'm excited for the Creator, Five Nights at Freddy's, okay. and Napoleon, yeah. and then like. I mean, we'll probably see Wonka because we got to go see Wonka. I think Wonka, I'm going to say it right now, this not, doesn't count as my guess, Craig. <laughs> I'm going to say, say Wonka is going to make like seven or eight hundred million dollars. It's going to make a crazy amount of money. I think it'll make a crazy amount of money it's a Christmas if it's movie. pretty good. Right? It's, yeah. Well, no, it's a Christmas movie, but it's is it, It's like at Christmas time, Yeah, right? Yeah, it's like the tw- so, 26 or and something. And is anything else coming out at that time? No. Did you know Christmas is like one of the biggest days? It is. That's why Avatar is always right next to Christmas. Courtney's family goes to movies on Christmas Day. Yeah. Which I never grew up doing yeah. at all because I thought it was so weird. Yeah. And, then, and then I got married and she's like, <laughs> we go to movies on Christmas Day. And I was like, that's weird. That's super weird. But, but okay I guess what else do people want to do on Christmas Day, honestly? Because like <laughs> open presents for one hour and then what, what do you go do besides Go see a movie eat? and then have Chinese. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you have Chinese food for sure. We eat pizza. We eat homemade pizza, but Chinese is good too. Well, man. Yeah. That's why Avatar is always right next to yeah. Christmas. Yeah. I'm because looking forward to the day where that's a Star Wars movie again. I know. <laughs> and hopefully it's good. And hopefully it's a good one. The next one might be a Dave Filoni Star Wars movie, who's the guy who's making a Ahsoka, okay. who's the only person who's good at making Star Wars right now, apparently. Hey, I'm three episodes in and I'm liking it. <laughs> my, okay, okay. <laughs> my phone. Oh my gosh. I can't. <laughs> Oh, I have my watch. Okay, my sister texted me today because I texted her and I was like, hey, you're watching Ahsoka because she also really likes Star Wars. And are you kidding? Her text isn't going to show up on my watch. Oh, yeah, oh okay. no. I was like, so no. I'm texting her and she, I, she says, yes, I'm watching Ahsoka, but I haven't seen last night's episode yet. And I said, oh, okay, we'll watch it and then we'll talk. And she said, okay, is my brain going to be blown out of my butt? <laughs> and I sent her this, the gif of Michael Scott saying, I really can't say, but yes. <laughs> And she texts me and says, I just watched it. Holy crap. <laughs> so that's how Ahsoka's going so far. Can't wait for you to finish those next two episodes. I know. So we can actually talk about it. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah. All I'm doing is looking at plot holes in the show. <laughs> yeah, Craig's coming up to me. He's like, why when they jump in space is it wrong? So yeah, I mean, that's where we're at with this right now. Why can't they just throw their lightsabers and have them fly everywhere? My goodness. Um. Anyway... Okay. Thank you all so much for joining us yeah. for today's episode. Go watch it. Go watch this movie. It's really good. It's a good one. Even if you listen to spoilers, yeah. you still go watch it. And if it. you spend like your October watching like a lot of horror, thriller, suspenseful movies, this could be a good one. It's not quite in the realm of no. Halloween-y type movies, but if you just kind of want to be like- A thriller? Th- thrilled and oh, anxious during a movie, yeah. this is, could be the one for you. Yeah. You never know. Well, okay. that has been- Running extraterrestrial arcs, contouring trigonometry in open nipples. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs> I make easy. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Open nipples. <laughs> <laughs>
Dude, I don't know. I'm not joking. Uh, Can I have that? Give me that. Oh, yeah, yeah.